Welcome here to Super Powered Pop with Dan Tortora. Super Powered Pop with Dan Tortora is here with you every single week. I'm so excited about that. Every single week, we're doing videos. And the thing is, you're, wa- you're going to watch on live video. Then the video gets archived. It goes to our website, superpoweredpop.com. It stays here on Facebook. It goes to our Facebook page, at Super Powered Pop. And, 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 if you go to superpoweredpop.podbean.com, you can listen into this show. So, so many different ways to listen and watch, and it's so cool, and I'm really excited about this. This is my spoiler-free, now I know it's Friday, and I know it's Friday night, but I've already seen Shazam, I've already seen it on its official release day, and I'm ecstatic about this, but before we go anywhere, I have to give some love. This video and all of our upcoming videos for Super Power Pop with Dan Tortora and our upcoming shows are proudly presented to you by the Museum of Intrigue, located on the third floor of Destiny USA. And you can go to their website right here, showing it to you, museumofintrigue.com, and you can check out the website as it loads. It lets you know who they are, and you can find your story and get different pieces of everything here. So definitely connect here with the Museum of Intrigue that proudly brings you this video, a spoiler-free edition of Super Powered Pop with Dan Satora on audio and video featuring my thoughts on Shazam. This video and audio show is also proudly brought to you by Painting with a Twist in DeWitt. It is located on Erie Boulevard. Painting with a Twist, you can see it right here, 3179 Erie Boulevard East, Suite 131 in Syracuse, New York. And you can see all of their upcoming events and their pricing, the age policy. You can obviously see their social media here. 31 million views on this, the five-minute craft for kids. Absolutely amazing. So, so many cool things here, the calendar, the office hours, and so much more. And we are also brought to you on Superpowered Papa Dan Tortora by Frightmare Farms. So, <laughs> Frightmare Farms here with us, folks. And, and you obviously want to stay close to frightmarefarms.net for upcoming information. This is the 2018 shows, you know, obviously the 2018 scares and whatnot, and uh, two central New York locations and two different types of fright. And they had all these different pieces here, containment and whatnot. And these were all the dates and there'll be plenty coming up here as Jeremy Ginsburg and I spoke about before. There'll be some things coming up for the summer. So once again, we're very happy to say that this video and audio show of Super Powered Pop with Dan Tortora is proudly brought to you by the Museum of Intrigue as well as Painting with a Twist, DeWitt on Erie Boulevard, and of course, Frightmare Farms. So this is the Shazam edition of the show. And if I say it a certain way, there could be a chance that I could get the power of the you-know-who. So we're going to talk about it on today's show, and I'm, I'm so excited about this. Obviously, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all the same, at Super Powered Pop. You can see the ticker right there, giving you that information. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. I appreciate it so very much, whether you're watching or listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So with that being said, I got to see the movie. I saw it this afternoon. I wanted it to be fresh in my mind. So it is time. And you know what I realized? I realized that I don't have a lot of DC stuff, you know? I mean, I grew up with Batman and Superman, and, um, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know that they're different in the sense of, like, Marvel and DC. So the characters I grew up on were Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man. 
And so, you know, I mean, I have a ton of Spider-Man stuff. He's my favorite, but I don't have a ton of DC stuff. You know, I need to get some DC swag and some DC. DC, if you're listening, send me some love. Give me give me some stuff to put up here in the studio. I got I got I got free reign here. The things change all the time, just like a movie or a TV show. I leave Easter eggs in the studio. So for those of you that are watching the video, I'm constantly changing what's behind me to see if you can all pick up on it and kind of see little different pieces and whatnot. So and actually this this drawing behind me, this is something that I drew myself. So this is a picture of an angel looking out at God's eye, looking back at him, but you don't know if the angel's looking at you. It's actually pretty intricate and cool and, and different and unique. You know, I should probably, I don't know, if I, if I move it, my fraggles might move. So I'm going to leave my fraggles where they are, but I'll definitely show that to you as we do videos and get more into it. But we're here to talk about the Shazam movie. And, you know, <clears throat> so I'm going to bring you through it. It's non-spoiler. I'm not going to give anything away. So you obviously know that there is someone with the power that has to give it up. And it's really cool kind of what's connected to it. And, you know, that, that where this, where this, you know, magic exists, there can be good magic and there can be bad magic. There can be positive and there could be negative forces at work. And wherever there's a positive, there's a negative. Sometimes they're closer than you think they'll be. The story was really good. I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, you know what I liked about it? Because I was kind of being critical of it during the movie. You know, I'm sitting and I'm watching it. And I found myself being critical of it because I've seen so much from Marvel. And they've done such a good job. And DC, you don't expect a lot. And I think you got to go into this movie and don't think of it as a DC movie. Don't think of it as a Marvel movie. Just go watch it. You know, just go give it a shot. Because... It is so different. And once you shut it off and you just say, I've seen so many superhero movies, you realize this one is not like any other superhero movie. The comedy of it is different. The feel of it is different. The child connection of it is different. The, the character is different. The upbringing is different. The backstory is different. Everything is different. And thank the good Lord that DC finally did take a page out of Marvel's book and they actually did an after credit scene and an after after credit scene. And they also at the last scene of the movie is kind of like a, a mid credit scene. So the last scene of the movie, I was wondering the whole time, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Are you going to do something like this? The last scene of the movie. Awesome. Not going to say anything else. Last scene of the movie. Awesome. And then after that, they do the whole, you know, the credits and the Shazam, blah, 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 mid credits before they do, you know, the black and white credits, the normal ones that we're used to. The mid credit scene, really, really cool, connects to something that happened in the movie that you may have forgot about, but I've watched enough movies to know, oh, well, that was there and now it's not. So that probably has a purpose and it probably has something to do with something. So pay attention. And all I'm going to say is it kind of reminded me of something in Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't want to give it away, but it kind of reminded me of a scene in Guardians of the Galaxy that if you weren't paying attention, you may have missed something. So in this one, in Shazam, you may have missed something, the Shazam movie. So, you know, and I got a feeling that the power is going to come to me at some point. I got a feeling that it's, you know, that it's that it's going to come here. And, you know, I, I'm just I'm just kind of getting the notion that maybe it's 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 going to come to me at some point during the show. I mean, it's it's I just I get that vibe, you know. I may have dreamt about someone who looked like a wizard 
that was wearing that had a lightning thing on their chest. I don't know. So I don't know how real it is, but you know, I, I mean, well, screw it. I might as well try it, right? I mean, what could I lose by doing this? But let me get the microphone out of the way because I don't want to. I don't want to break the microphone if it works. Okay. So here we go. Let me let me get all let me get all ready. Let me get all ready. Ready? One, two, three. Shazam! <laughs> Shazam! That was insane. Yes, yes, I got it. See, my mom always told me I could be a superhero. I appreciate that. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna see if it works one more time. Ready? Shazam! Shazam! That was incredible. That was incredible. Well, see? I mean, I guess you don't want to give out your secret identity, but who cares at this point, right? You know? It's fun. So the movie was good. Let's break down the pieces of the movie, right? Non-spoiler, 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 non-spoiler. So the last scene of the movie, awesome. Okay? If I had nine of these, 10 of these, 15, thumbs up, thumbs up, okay? Awesome. Probably the best last scene of any movie DC's done in God knows how long. Okay. In the DC connected universe, probably the best one. mid credit scene. Very, very good. Pay attention to the movie or you'll kick yourself because you'll be like, well, what the heck's this about? And then the after credit scene is DC making fun of itself, which I think is very cool because, you know, I, I'm a person where, you know, like a comedian has to be able to laugh at themselves. And I consider myself to be a funny guy. And the thing about life is if you laugh at yourself before somebody can laugh at you, you take it away from them. You know, so if something embarrassing happens to you and you're already laughing, you kind of take the power away from them because you're already finding it funny. So when they try to humiliate you, you're already laughing about it. So essentially, it makes it null and void. So, you know, you you laugh before they laugh, so to speak. And I feel like DC kind of got it with Shazam in the fact that they, and just so you're wondering why when I say it, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, I have to concentrate. So not that I'm not concentrating, but I'm not concentrating on my power right now. So when you look at this and, you know, and and you kind of see, what's going on in this movie there's there's just you know that 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 after credit scene is so cool and so different because of the fact that it really just it's DC making fun of itself it's very short it's got really nothing to do with nothing but it's funny it's funny and it shows it shows the childlike piece of everything it shows that connection to it it shows, you know, the desire, you know, kind of what you read in the comic books and what you know and what these heroes are. And we also know that Shazam is in this world because there's so many pieces in this movie that revert back to Superman is real and Batman is real and Aquaman is real. So it's not just wearing a T-shirt. There's a lot of reality to it. So it's subtle, but it's real and it's defined and it's not thrown in your face and it's not forced. I mean, honestly, this Shazam movie did a lot of things that DC movies don't do. They made fun of themselves. 
for some shortcomings or from or for maybe some far-fetched things they got they got you know they got to the punchline before before you did so to speak or maybe they went back in time and went to the punchline and made a joke of something you made a joke of and made light of it okay so they kind of laughed at themselves so that's something they didn't throw anything in your face they didn't force anything they were very subtle in their approach and they made it very real and they used the children in this movie in a great way. You know, it's kind of like this little orphan Annie orphanage, right? It's like these foster kids and all this stuff, but it's, it's, it, it's, you know, and it's like their innocence and their connection and becoming a family, so to speak. And then there's, you know, and it's just, it, it just, it brings it all together because it's childlike innocence. And you're kind of, you're kind of experiencing the entire movie through a child's point of view. And the, the parents and the adults take a back seat, which I think is really, really cool. And so I think that kids can get it. It's also a very, uh, da- you know, uh, dangerous. I mean, it's, it's real. The violence is real. Uh, there is darkness to this movie. And, you know, so <clears throat> as much as I think kids can see this movie, it has a, it has a darkness. It, ha- it has, a, I'm trying to find another word, but really it has not like a Batman depressing, dark, dingy darkness. It has, it has a violent, scary, clear, you know, kind of approach to, you know, the bad guys are bad and they're really bad and they don't leave it up to your imagination. Some of it, but some of it not. And I don't want to give anything away. Um, I think that some of the CGI work could have been better. That was kind of shoddy. It reminded me of Doomsday from Batman Superman, Batman v Superman. But, you know, kind of looking at that and saying, okay, that could have been better. Outside of it, I think the villain was good. It kind of had a Hellboy feel to it at times with the villain. So, But I thought the villain was good. I thought the villain, you know, the villain, when you first see the villain, you think that it's somebody else and you quickly realize it's not. So, and you know, obviously Shazam's an off the beaten path DC character, kind of like a Thor, kind of like a Black Panther, you know, not something that was as mainstream. So you may not know. So you see this and you go, oh, that's such and such, but it's not. But there's, there's such a connection. And I'm sure that other people saw, you know, a lot of Easter eggs and other things in this, but ultimately the story of the movie was good. It didn't drag on. It flowed. There was no dry points. There was no dead points. There was no... Why did they put this in? There was, and the movie's longer. I mean, the movie's long. The movie's a couple hours and change long, you know? And I think that's what I really liked about it too, is that the movie had longevity, but it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel redundant. It didn't feel dry. It didn't feel slow. It felt, it felt perfect. Honestly, the comedy of it, the childlike approach to it, it was just a different movie. I can honestly say to you, of all the superhero movies that I own, I will buy Shazam when it comes out. And I'll buy it because it is so unique and it is so different. And because it's so unique and it's so different, it makes you want to go see it again. And I will go see it. I would go see it again tonight, for goodness sakes. But it, it, was, a, it was a really well-done movie. I liked that it was lengthy because for the price you pay for tickets now, if a movie's not two hours and change... I kind of feel like I wait, you know, it's a waste. You know what I mean? I want to see a 215, 230, three hour. I want to see a movie like that. I want to see a movie that's that's going to give me a couple hours of, of something. 
And I, I feel like I feel like Shazam was just done right. You know, it was aesthetically pleasing outside of some of the CGI work that, that was eh, you know, but it was aesthetically pleasing. It had a Hellboy feel to it. It was in the DC universe. We knew it was there. They didn't force it. The kids really brought the story to life. There's twists and turns. There's people in the movie you don't know are going to show up. There's things in the movie you don't know are going to happen. And what you think might be corny about the movie kind of it kind of goes away. And the corniness of it kind of goes away. This is not Batman v Superman. This is not Man of Steel. This is not this is not uh, Justice League. It's so different. And I love that LJ said you won't see it again tonight. No, because he wants to see it. So we'll probably go at some point this weekend. But, <clears throat> and pardon me, you know, again, Sinus is not having fun. But this this movie, really honestly, when, when I look at the non-spoiler, I look at the story, I look at the connection, I look at, you know, did it help or did it hurt? If I didn't know the character, could I still follow it? It checked all the boxes. It checked every box. And, you know, feel free in the live or, or after when you're watching this to send me questions. Send me thoughts. You know, ask me about things that you want to know about the movie. Or after you see the movie, post something. Send it to me. Let me know. You know, because Superpowered Pop is not just about my opinion. It's about all of our opinions. And I want to know, did you see what I see? Did you feel what I feel? Let's have an open dialogue and an open conversation about this because we got to be real about it. I thought they picked the right actors. You know, I thought, you know, the, 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 the younger version of, you know, obviously Shazam, you know, who becomes Shazam, that, that younger version is, uh, is one of the kids from the Disney channel. It's actually on Andy Mack. And yes, I watch the Disney channel because I am a child. My dog watches the Disney channel too. So, you know, it's kind of, you throw it on at night and usually they have Andy Mack on. So <clears throat> you'll see something like that. But I mean, it's just the characters that they chose, the people that they brought on, it just really fit. And I liked that there was a feeling of, you know, the Island of the Lost Boys and Hook. There was kind of that feel to the kids in the movie. There was a little orphan Annie orphanage kind of feel to the kids in the movie. It was just very genuine and it was very different. And it was totally off the beaten path. If you don't like comic book movies, you should see this movie. If you feel like they're redundant, you should see this movie. If you don't think DC could ever get it right, you should see this movie. I mean, in all honesty, I'm literally putting my stamp of approval on all this stuff because it was just, it was a good movie. You didn't have to think too hard, but it, but it made you think. You didn't have to force a laugh. It just made you laugh. You didn't have to feel uncomfortable with the material because they told you the story. So, you know, I think, and I, I honestly think like, Again, when I went into the movie, I had that negative connotation. DC movies aren't good. This movie's not going to be good because DC can't do it. Well, you can't do that. You can't, just like you can't date somebody and think about what everybody else did to you. Like, this is the fifth girl who did this to me. You can't look at that. You have to look at it like, unless it's something that, you know, you're not seeing or you're not doing, you know, learn from yourself. But you can't say, well, you did this. So she's going to do this and she did that. So that's going to happen. You can't do that, you know, and that's the same thing with these movies. DC's going to keep churning out movies. You got to give them a shot. I honestly think they got it right with Shazam. I honestly think they did a good job, you know, and for goodness sakes, you know, not only did I go to the movie, but I had the opportunity that when I walked out of the movie, DC gave me the power, at least for tonight. If I say something like, I mean, I don't know if I just went Shazam. Shazam. 
and came right back. So, you know, I mean, it's, it is a really cool thing. And, uh, you know, it's pretty awesome that, that I get that suit and everything and the powers, you know, at least for the, for tonight. So if you see any lightning strikes or see anybody moving fast, or maybe somebody zipping by you, uh, pretty rapidly, you know, don't worry about it. I mean, if you're in central New York tonight and, and any of that stuff happens, don't worry about it. Which Captain Marvel would win in a fight? What are you talking about, LJ? Are you talking about Marvel and Captain Marvel? Are you talking about the male and female versions? Because in the movie, they switched it. In the movie, it's a female and a female. So, be more specific, Mr. LJ. What are you asking for here? You see how I can help you out. Which Captain Marvel would win in a fight? So, we'll see what he has to say as we continue here. But, but no, I mean, in all honesty, and the thing is, Captain Marvel was such a different style movie, you know what I mean? It, it felt more like, for those of you that watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it was more like, it was like that. It was more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. meets Guardians of the Galaxy, I think is how I would best describe it. I think that's, you know, really, I mean, that's a simple way to do it. Shazam was different. You know, Shazam just, it was good, you know? There was supposed to be some cheesiness to it. There was supposed to be some, oh my God, I'm a superhero. And I didn't know that I could be a superhero, but I know that superheroes exist. And now I'm living in this world where I get to be a superhero. And, you know, what's it like? And how am I going to connect to it? And I'm just a kid. So, and it kind of, I mean, it creates a story for our kids. Shazam versus Captain Marvel. Who would win? Oh, damn. That's tough. I think that... They both would put up a good fight, but I would probably give an edge to Captain Marvel because she seems to have perfected her powers, and she can travel through dimensions and time portals and maybe parallel universes, and she can go out in space and stuff, and I haven't seen Shazam do that yet, so I'm going to give a slight edge. Uh, I'll write it in now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a slight edge. Slight edge to Captain Marvel. But it could be close. I think that Shazam needs some training. I think he needs some training. The cool thing is, though, is that Shazam is going to be back, I would expect. And there's a notion that other things are going to happen in this year. I feel I feel like DC is restarting itself with Shazam, to be completely honest. That was terrifying. That was terrifying. Okay? We're watching live. That was terrifying. Okay? It just fell on its own. It's been up there for months. And it just fell and there's no wind. So if you're my grandmother, hi, G-Mama, love you. Or if it's Gammy, if it's somebody bad, please leave. And if it's Shazam's enemies, I'm not Shazam. So maybe just go. Thank you. I don't know what that was. That was horrifying. This right here. <clears throat> so, like I told you, there's powers at B. There's powers at bay here. There's there's good and there's evil. So, but no, in all honesty, you know, to kind of sum it up, it was it was a good story. It was a simple it was a simple enough story to follow. Uh, there were some intricate pieces of it, but I think that kids could follow along. I think that you can follow along if you've never read Shazam. I think that they picked the right characters or the right people to play the characters. I should say the right actors and actresses. I, I love the family. 
And I love that. LJ said that Flash moved it. Probably. Jerk. He's trying to prove that he's faster than me. And by me, you know, I got to move this again. I got to be careful with the microphone. By me, I mean, of course, Shazam. Shazam. Awesome. I'm back. So, yes. I still think I'm faster faster than the Flash, but that's cool. Barry and I will figure it out at some point. We'll have to have to duke it out. If his movie ever comes out, for goodness sakes. I mean, at least my movie's out right now, damn it. His is supposed to come out, what, 2020 now, 2021? Did something just move by me again? I don't feel safe. I'm blinking twice. I don't feel safe. <laughs> so, so, all in all, good movie. Definitely go see it. Worth your time. It It's longer than I thought it would be, but it's not dragging on. Most of the stuff is aesthetically pleasing. The flying around looks real. Everything with Shazam looks real. So you know how like back in the day you'd see Spider-Man and you're like, oh, and then this fight scene when he's in the air, you can it looks like a video game. That doesn't look like that anymore. Obviously, technology's caught up. So the flying looks good. The fighting looks good. The fighting actually looks good then. It actually looks better than Man of Steel. It actually looks better than those fights. Definitely looks better than Dawn of Justice. So <clears throat> definitely been an upgrade. And this could be a reboot of the DC universe because we're going to get a new Batman because we're going to get a new Superman. I mean, that's not, you know, that's, that's, that's not any spoiler, you know, Ben Affleck's not playing Batman and Henry Cavill has not been asked to come back as Superman. So we're going to get new and we don't know about the flash and Gal Gadot, I mean, she's going to come back, I would think, as Wonder Woman. I mean, obviously, she's coming back as Wonder Woman. The second movie's coming out. So it kind of slipped my mind because they keep changing all the timelines. I'm like, is, is that one ever coming out? But, you know, for me, I think that Shazam could be an essential light reboot and kind of an, an honest, nice, carefree, comedic way of saying, our bad, we're going to do it right this time. So I think that's a perfect way to end the show, you know, in all honesty, is that I, I think that's I think that's where DC's at. So I think they I think they did well with this movie. I know they did. Uh, definitely going to see it again. Captain Marvel, I had to let it marinate for a little bit. Shazam, I didn't feel that way. So, you know, it was a fun adventure. Kind of feels like a ride that you would see at Universal or something like that. So I thought that that was really cool. I, I, I thought... I thought that they could make a ride out of it. I thought the settings of it were good. I thought the just realistic. It was always kind of, even when it was in the air, it was on the ground. And what I mean by being on the ground is it was set in reality. You know, it's it's set in a city. It's set on. It's set in the neighborhood, in the school, at this event, at that event. It's just a very, very real thing. And there's a connection to things that we know in our society. And it's a connection to other movies but them being real and the characters being real. It's a connection to DC and knowing that we're in the universe without banging us over the head with like a rubber mallet or something like that. So all in all, I, I honestly, I think that the people that worked on Shazam should be the ones that are, that are, you know, kind of leading the ship here because, you know, Wonder Woman and Shazam are really the only two that got it right. So definitely go see the movie. This is your non-spoiler. Once again, there is the end scene of the movie tremendous it would be a mid-credit scene that you would see in marvel okay the end scene of the movie awesome absolutely awesome 
It's what I wanted. mid credit scene, awesome, but pay attention to the movie. So you get it. And it is a longer scene. It's, it's, it's got to be over a minute. And then the after credit scene is DC making fun of itself. So definitely stay for that too. So go see the movie. And I'm going again. So anybody in Central New York wants to accompany me, you know, just, just say the word. And you know the word. Just, just say it. Shazam! Shazam! And that's all it takes. Have yourself a tremendous, tremendous time at the movies. Thank you to the Museum of Intrigue on the third floor of Destiny USA, right by their IMAX and RPX, so you could stop by and check them out as well. A big time thank you to Painting with a Twist on Erie Boulevard in DeWitt. Definitely go and check them out. So many awesome things that they do. I got a lot of ideas there as well. And, of course, coming up, Frightmare Farms. So thank you to each of these three beautiful companies that proudly bring you Super Powered Pop with Dan Tortora. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Super Powered Pop. And definitely make sure you listen in to this show and so much more on superpoweredpop.com, superpoweredpop.podbean.com. And of course, you can always go and watch this video back and you can see it here on Facebook Live and it'll also be on our Facebook page. So have yourselves a great night. This has been your non-spoiler review of Shazam and hopefully it's gotten you excited for it. I'm excited. And if I only have the powers for tonight, I got some work to do. Maybe I can make it stop snowing in central New York. I'll give it my best shot. I'll talk to you all soon.